Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, so a lot of us view competition in a lot of different ways. So we're going to talk about if you have a healthy or unhealthy relationship with competition. And I feel like this could change in different varieties of or different places in your life, I guess. But if you have a healthy, unhealthy relationship with competition, or if, you know, you're coming out of a place of like comparison instead of competition <laughs> and just, just ways to like view that, I guess, and make it so it's like, I'm a big believer in competition. I think it makes you people better, but if you're using it in a healthy manner, I guess. 100%. But some people like, hate competition or I don't know. I mean, there's definitely places you can go overboard. Like you don't want to play Monopoly with me. I'm an a-hole. I hate playing Monopoly. It lasts forever and I (laughs) suck at it. So that's when you start to wheel and deal. I notice when people start to get tired and not want to play anymore, that's when I make my move. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'll treat, I'll get these properties. (laughs) I feel like I'm just handing over the the keys to the whole everything. But Um, yeah, I mean, healthy versus unhealthy competition. And uh, gosh, this is like such a great topic because we can use it to propel us or to hinder us. And when we look at competition as a form of comparison, mm-hmm. and I think that's where we get stuck in right. we're not good enough or we didn't, you know, that somebody else's grass is greener. Right. And it, it dings on our value and self-worth. Whereas we can look at competition as oh, okay, they already got to where I want to be. I'm going to use it as um, a stepping ground, how I can work harder and follow the steps to get to where I want to be because that's like a healthy competition. Right, and how far ahead that person is. You know what I mean? Like, so if I'm going to go compare myself to, I don't know, I can't think of any person right now, LeBron James (laughs) in my basketball life. Okay, that's a bad example. But I'm just saying like, we're looking at people that are far ahead that have already done such big things. So like if someone's starting a business and they're looking at like a big multi-billion dollar corporation or whatever, they're always comparing themselves. I think you got to find people that are like, if you're going to compete, you got to find people that are at the same area that you are and build off that competition. Like beat them, beat in a nice way, but like beat the people that are around your same level and then you go up a few levels. Then you can find somebody out. You know what I mean? Right. So, so if you're competing with people, like compete where you're at. Right. And then as you move up, there's, you'll find, and it can keep helping you grow. But I think the comparison comes from, we're looking at people that are way further down the road. And then we feel like crap about ourselves because we're just starting and we're comparing ourselves to somebody that's way, that is so much more advanced. Right. Or by, came to the starting by, line right. differently. <laughs> exactly. And so using, like you said, having a competition, like a healthy competition, you generally want to keep somebody in a ballpark of like, you know, a few steps ahead of yeah. you within your niche too. So if I'm trying to model myself or compare myself to somebody who's been doing this for like 50, 60 years, they're on their, I don't know, 700th corporation, <laughs> multi-billion. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, I don't even have an LLC. Like, right. how are you even going to compare? But if you, you're starting looking in your um, industry or your niche and say, okay, here's somebody who's already done what I want to do. You can use it as competition and comparison and say, and actually reach out to them. Because yeah. when you're actually in that same, you know, a few steps ahead of you, you have no idea how many people are willing to like lend you a helping hand. And you would just Most say, hey. people, yeah. Right. And and we've had numerous uh, conversations as well as like asking for help. So that's really important. But, you know, 
ask that person, hey, we're not really competing. Like we're in the same niche, but like I have a different spinoff. Your demographic may be different, but how did you do this? Can you advise on X, Y, and Z? And use that as a, a way to better yourself instead of limiting yourself. Right. And I think when we compare ourselves or compete to it's, um, so what I'm looking for, pregnancy brains are real. <laughs> you have a lot of pauses. I do. <laughs> um, well, I was just thinking like when we compete, like that's what makes us better, I guess, too. So people shy away from competition. So nothing really forces them to like get out of their comfort zone. Where I look at like, I guess there's basketball, like March Madness coming up. Like, do you want to watch a one versus 16 game? Or a eight verse nine, you know what I mean? Where the competition in an eight verse nine game, people are gonna have better games because they gotta step up because the level of competition is a lot more similar than when you're watching, I don't know, like a Villanova Iona game, you know? Like it's just different kind of game that you're watching. So that's why I like competition so much too. If it's a cl- close cut, co- because that's where you you show up, you know? I don't know about you, but like I always like when people like put me against people, like it makes me better (laughs) right and I want and like especially if you're a competitive person but then I think then it can go too far when you take those failures so personally you know what I mean right like you have to learn to like love to lose and suck in competition sometimes because like you still get better do you know what I mean so I guess it's like the value and weight that you put on quote-unquote winning (laughs) and losing when you're in competition right and I think just knowing being confident in who you are and knowing that either way you're the results kind of almost like not having a unrealistic expectation, I guess, of the outcome. Right. And I know for me as bikini competitor, when I would stand backstage, I mean, there's all my peers. It's like, do I not want to partake as though they're my competition? But yet you find that sisterhood in the community right. where we're all out there giving it all our best. And it's really not up to us who's going to win. Yeah. You know, it's up to our God-given gifts. Like, do we do we have what it takes for that day? And this was something I recognized in my journey when I was competing last time was, I guess, social media can be like the, the devil. So yeah, it can. I was scrolling through. Mistake. I'm guilty. <laughs> so I was in kind of one of those modes. We were approaching competition date, and I started scrolling through social media. And I was like, oh, that girl looks good. Oh, that girl looks good. And I was like, ooh, she looks really good. And I started like, was Fiona, it me? Were they pictures of me? You were looking? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. It was before we knew each other. Right. But I got to this one girl and I paused and I was just, I felt really this like overwhelming feeling of self-worth or lack of self-worth come over me. Wow. And I was just like, yep, been down that rabbit hole. I know how this is going to go. So I need to either unscroll or scroll or unfollow. And so what happened though, and I think the the, the kicker here was I read the caption she was competing at the same show that I was competing Mm -hmm. in. So it wasn't just that she looked good on social media. I knew I was going to see her in the next couple of weeks at the show. So I did what I thought was best and I just unfollowed her. And I I was hoping it would forget my, you know, leave my memory bank. So the experience, the lesson I retained, but actually what, you know, what I caught on her, I don't even know if it was like her glutes or her shoulders or whatever it might be. I really don't remember that part. Because I was just like, I can only control what I can control. Right. I can't go become somebody else overnight and the competition's in two weeks. So if I'm comparing myself to somebody who's been training, you know, for five us, years yeah. longer than me, then that's not really fair for me. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And we always do that. 
We do. <laughs> we do. I unfollow a lot of people on social media sometimes too because I either think that they're like liars or for like, or for like other reasons too where I'm like, okay, why this girl, like if I'm following these girls that are always posting perfect hair, makeup, body, like pictures and it just makes me feel like crap about myself. I'm like, it's my fault for following them. Like, I know it makes me feel this way. I'm going to unfollow. That's how I feel about like people that still follow like their exes on social media and see them dating new people. I'm like, you don't have to see it. Like you can unfollow and do it. I don't know why people like put themselves through that like mental problem of like, you don't have to, you know, see all that stuff. But unfollow button's a very powerful tool. It is. Underutilized. Absolutely. Unfollow people and then just follow people that inspire you or be around the people that inspire you or or push you too. And I think um, when we're talking about like the the nature of like competition and comparison and growing too, like I always think it's good to like have people around you that know you and your personality type that can say the right things because people are motivated in different ways, you know? So a mentor that I've had since I was 20 years old, like he knows what to say that will piss me off. Like it'll make me angry, but it also makes me perform. (laughs) And then I get better and grow. Do you know what I mean? Versus some people say things and it's just like totally shuts people down and like whatever. So I think there's a big learning curve there as far as understanding people's different, you know, personality types and what moves them and what drives them, I guess. But like, I like being around people though that are going to say, I think those are like good coaches, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, even like growing up playing sports, like you have coaches that'll say things to you and we don't say them to like, I mean, we had a, a practice the other day where we kicked three girls out of practice for not performing to the level <laughs> that we wanted them to. And they came back to practice the next day and they worked hard. So it's like, sometimes it's like some people would be afraid to do that, to kick a girl out of practice. Oh my gosh, she's never coming back. She's going to quit the team. She's pissed, whatever. But it's like, sometimes those are the best things for people. To see that. So I think sometimes, so like just being around there, if you have coaches or whatever, I mean, this could be in any realm of life, your business, your body, your sport, whatever, but being around people that are going to push you to compete. Compete against yourself. And that's another form of like that healthy competition is like, yeah, if you compete against yourself and that's like overall, I mean, the number, yeah, yeah, it should be the number one rule of competition. Like you should just become that every day is a competition to be better than who you were yesterday. Right. And every day should be a lesson learned so that you take with it to grow into day after day after day after day. And so that is your, it should be your number one only competition. But we're talking about competition from like an overall view where, you know, it could be healthy, it could be unhealthy. Then we look at comparison. It could be a good thing as well. And I, I was just reading something the other day and I was like, wow, that was, I never really looked at it this way, but when we talk about comparison, that, it, you know, the the term, you know, comparison is a thief of joy. Mm-hmm. But somebody uh, made a really good point. And I was like, let me, I gotta, I gotta think about yeah. that. And it was comparison as inspiration. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, so maybe you can look at it as long as you go into it with the expectation that it, you, you already know who you are. So you're not going to be like, ding, like, oh my gosh, they're so much better than me. They're right. more advanced than me. But you're looking at it like, wow, okay, that was a great comparison. She's doing this thing. And you know what? I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, That's something that really lights me up. That's very inspiring. And so we look at it as a different form of it, like just taking a different spin on it. Um, Again, perspective. And then also I think, you know, when we talk about competition, comparison, and what I'm finding more of, especially with women, is collaboration. Mm -hmm. So as women, I feel it's important that we don't use competition and comparison as an unhealthy 
relationship right. to build new relationships, but we will look at it as how can we work together? Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, some people might be in your niche or your industry, but they might have, again, dem- different demographic. Uh, they're, maybe they're speaking to a different age group or whatever it may be, but you're saying, okay, I have this strength and you have this strength. We're on the same mission to empower to women, yeah. right? And how can we join forces without crossing our, you know, mixing our businesses where we're going to steal, you know, clients or whatever it might be, but how do we unite and collab to make a greater impact together? Right. And like what you're like saying too, though, like without like stealing, I guess. I think when we, a lot of times people are afraid to collaborate with people for that reason, which to me is just like a huge just scarcity mindset that it's you a don't trust think issue. that there's enough people in the world for you to both be successful. Right. You know? Right. It's like, I don't know. I just like, no, like for me personally, I, I just think like what's forming is for me. So if I am collaborating with somebody and they go out and they achieve this business or whatever, 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 like that comes back. You know what I mean? So, but people are, I don't know, you know, people are like just afraid to share resources or if they know something other people don't because they, and again, again, like I think there's strategy of business. You are building a business. So I don't think you're going to go out and share all your secrets with, right. <laughs> with your competition per se. But, but I don't think there's anything wrong with collaborating with people and not having that fear of like, even if you're in similar industries that there's still enough for everybody. You know what I mean? There's always enough so, for everybody. And we think that there's like this, the scarcity that, yeah. I can't let them in on my women's empowerment mission because they might empower all the women and I'm going to miss out. Yep. It's like, that's just a silly way of thinking. That's really comes down to trust yep. in others and trust in self. So if you know that you're hitting, you know, I don't even know, X amount of women and you have your following or like your core people or email list, whatever the, your marketing strategy is, and this person has theirs, why would you not want to join forces? Right. And you know what? Even if you're some of the same people are in the, in the, cross each other's list, you're you're actually putting more of the content out there together, and yeah. you're getting the message out there faster. So yeah. overall, competition, comparison, collaboration, all of that stuff. There's healthy and unhealthy ways to go about it. Just be aware of what your intent is behind it, and know that everything is working for you. All right, thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman Podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's The Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.